0: Let's go. Here we go. Let's go. We're always on the go. Let's go.
1: Presented by Hertz with our main man, Larry Fitzgerald. Fitzy, how are you, pal? I'm doing outstanding, Jim. Had a great weekend. Um, You know, got a chance to watch many of the games, starting off with a riveting game out there in London. Minnesota Vikings, uh, you know, winning an unbelievable double bounce uh, field goal attempt, you know, miss. Uh, it was a lot of a lot of fun watching that game and uh, in mean, the Saints I feel terrible. I, All right, you got your plug ride. in
0: already. I'm going to cut you way way off. Here we go because this isn't the Minnesota Vikings half hour. You know, let's go. Presented by Hertz. At Hertz you can change the scenery without ever changing your standards. That's right. No matter where you are with Hertz you'll always find exactly the right vehicle to make your let's go moment unforgettable. Visit Hertz.com to book today. Hertz. Let's go. You need to change some scenery. You live in Arizona. Would you quit talking about Minneapolis and Minnesota?
1: But Jim, that game was amazing to watch. You know, the back and forth. I saw some horrible calls. Uh, you know, some legal hands to the face. They called on Tyron Matthews to, to you know, to get them off the field in the fourth quarter. But, you know, that's that's football. You know, the calls that will be made. You know, we talk about it every single week. You know, your hatred for the officials. You know, you, this bad call and this bad call. Hercules did this. And, you know, but we saw a couple yesterday that really Hockey. changed. His name Hockey. 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 I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, and he's but, bad every but, week. With, with the big arms, you call him Hercules, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Boy, you see, I didn't even say anything, and you're and you're and you're you're coming on to me now, uh, and, and and attaching your feelings to me. That's really weak.
1: I mean, it's kind of a fact, you know. You are a uh, you're a disturber. You're a disturber. A pot stirrer. <laughs> All
0: <laughs> right, let's stir up the pot, and it's not a good one to stir with what's going on with the Miami quarterback and uh, Tua, and they're going to change the uh, they're going to change the protocols now because the NFLPA does not want its players treated like material beings they want them treated like patients and they want them to be treated in a fashion where they're not just thrown back out on the field and what we saw the past uh, week in two games uh, with tua uh, is beyond reprehensible the man should not be out on the field and somebody uh be it the general manager the coach another one of the players somebody's got to step in here and say enough and now the
1: nfl has Well, Jim, yes, it's a travesty that it played out the way it's played out. But, you know, I... I I want to put the onus on the players, Jim. It, at the end of the day, players have to take care of themselves and they have to take care of their teammates. Um, there's a lot goes into it, and you want to be out there on the field, but you have to think about the long-term ramifications that head trauma has and has shown to have. And you know, you never want to do anything that's going to jeopardize you being a great father and a husband and a family man to be able to do the things that we all want to do long, you know, after we're done playing. And I, I think the players have to start doing a better job of taking care of themselves. And I know on many occasions, Jim, I. I had issues you know dings or concussions when i would get up and i would say you all know, it was grass in my eyes or you know it was it was it was a hit on my shoulder or whatever I, I needed to do to be able to stay in the game and you know that type of mentality has to start changing and um you know we have to be honest with the team doctors give them the information that we know is right um, to make sure we're protecting ourselves and you know that, that has to happen as well
0: how many times do you think you were concussed in the game
1: uh, Jim, uh, countless amount of times, you know, it happens, you know, once every other week, you know, and, it, and it's not always the big hit, you know, everybody sees the big hit where the, where the helmets dislodge just a it's a time where you just fall down and you hit a guy's knee or you hit your, your head on the, on the field or, you know, things that nobody would ever see, or, you know, you're going down the block to safety on the force and, um, you know, your heads, your heads hit and nobody sees it on the backside of a run. It it, it happens so often, you know, you, you, you wouldn't imagine.
0: And a lot of your hits took place before a lot of these protocols came in into being. And and the issues now that we know that have come to the forefront with CTE uh, having been discovered and and just head trauma and head injuries, which has been at the forefront uh, of the National Football League and trying to at least say that they are protecting the players. But the players, as you mentioned, like yourself, don't want to come off the field. So if you don't tell yourself to come off the field... Which one? Was Kurt Warner going to step up and say to his best receiver, hey, you don't look right to me here, leave.
1: Well, well Jim, it's a, a bad. of And I'm not picking
0: honor. on Kurt Warner. Yeah. It could be any no. player. He's just no, an he- example.
1: Yeah, it, but but Jim, it's a badge of honor to be tough, right? To, it's, it's the greatest compliment you can receive as a football player when somebody tells you you are you're tough. Not only can you deliver shots, but you can take them. Um, you know, it's like watching boxing, Jim. You've been covering boxing for for thirty plus years. You know, when the guys can can take a punch and, and continue to go. Um, You know, it, it's kind of the same way in football. You know, man, look at look at the shot he, he he received, and he was able to continue to run and and fight for his team. And you know, until that mentality changes and say, look you know, I know you're not right. You, you probably should, you probably should go out a couple plays and be evaluated. And if you come back and, and you feel better or, um, and, and you're capable of playing, then we'd love to have you back, but you're just not right. And until that type of mentality starts to happen, you know, you're going to continue to see these type of uh, unfortunate issues.
0: Well, the NFL has gone so far as to put an unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant to evaluate that guy's been fired. The one that uh, oversaw a Tua in Miami, Uh, because the nfl and the uh, nflpa both agree uh, that that was egregious so he gets fired so this guy has no stake in the game he's a doctor or she now all of a sudden that's not good enough i mean really this guy didn't recognize what it was and the official on the field didn't recognize what it was and coach mike mcdaniel he's not off the hook he didn't recognize what it was the owner suspended so he can't make a phone call uh, where's chris greer where's anybody here
1: well jim it's happening so quickly and you know if a player comes back to you and he's in the tent and he tells you hey it's it's my back um you know it, it's it's really my shoulder you know the same shoulder injury that's been bothering me a few weeks um you know who who are you to tell that player that he's lying you know and if he's not showing any symptoms of a concussion if he can go and, and pass the baseline test without any issues then he's cleared to play so it, it, it the onus again it's definitely on the teams being able to recognize the symptoms uh, of these head traumas. It's Teammates not even that able-
0: because may- maybe Tua is telling the truth, but somebody in a higher authority has to say, you're just not coming back on the field.
1: But Jim, if, if he's capable and, he's, and he truly is healthy enough to play, why would you stop him from coming back on? It's a slippery slope, Jim. It's a very slippery slope. The player needs to be honest. The team needs to do a great job of assessing, but if it's truly he's fine because there's been times I've taken big shots and I've been completely fine, Jim. They pulled me out. They've evaluated me. I passed my baseline test and I had no issues whatsoever. And then there's been times where I've gotten, you know, the smallest hit in my head, you know, on on the field and been completely dazed and definitely should have been taken out of the game. But it wasn't anything that was uh, egregious and it wasn't loud and it wasn't impactful in terms of the play of the game. And so nobody says anything. So like it's, it's, it's a much more complicated issue than most people would ever imagine.
0: I just hear you and the number of times you say you've been concussed. And I heard Rodney Harrison last night on NBC, and we have examples of what this has done to others as they've gone on later on in life, tragedies, Junior Seau, amongst many others.
1: Dave Garrison. Um,
0: and Rodney said last night, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Don't fool yourselves and don't let the teams fool you. Yeah.
1: And it's very easy to say that, you know, in the comfort of our own homes, when you're a young player fighting for your livelihood, have an opportunity to to secure lifetime security financially for your family and future generations. These are difficult decisions to make when you're 21, 22, 23, 24 years old, uh, you know, with with your livelihood at stake. So it's it's always easier for us to sit here on Mondays or Tuesdays or Wednesdays and be able to assess what they should do. Um, But it's their players, these players' lives and their livelihoods.
0: And money does seem to trump everything. Uh, We see it in all walks of life. Some of the worst decisions in life are made over money and everybody's going to have to take a real long, hard look at this as we move forward. Let's Go is brought to you by Bank of America. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, you just can't stop banking on or off the field. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Member FDIC.
1: Jim, I know we talked a great deal about Tua and, 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 you know, how that plays and how it's shaking up the league and, and everybody that's been watching. But, you know, something I want to talk about, J.J. Watt, you know, revealed that he had he was in AFib and ended up playing football uh, on Sunday. And, you know, what? It, it, it was concerning when I saw that, uh, you know, knowing the team doctors, you know, at the Arizona Cardinals and, you know, just the severity of that. Um, you know, it, it was peculiar that he he would mention something like that. And, you know, on top of, you know, what's what's going on with two and, and the sensitivities to player safety. What, what are your thoughts on that, Jim?
0: How he was permitted to be on the field is a question that nobody has been able to answer as of yet. How he put himself on the field. This is not a game of superheroes. AFib is a serious condition. When they shock your heart back into rhythm, many Americans have had this happen. AFib is not uncommon. However, you don't go out, and start playing football and tackling men at the tremendous rates of speed that you guys do. I got to say, quite frankly, it's alarming. Football should not be that important.
1: Well said, Jim. I'm I'm just happy there was nothing that happened on the field that would, uh, you know, make it any worse. And we all know the good that J.J. Watt has done, the philanthropic endeavors that he has been involved
0: with, uh, particularly back down in Houston uh, after the uh, massive hurricane. We know that he has a genuine concern for people. But in this instance, he didn't even show concern for himself, and that's disturbing. Let's Go is brought to you by Mastro's. Indulge in the finest steaks, superior seafood, and melt-in-your-mouth butter cake, all while immersed in an extravagant setting. Visit Mastro's.com for reservations now. The original Mastro's was over there in Phoenix, Larry. I know you, you frequent it quite often.
1: Yeah, I, I have dined at Mastro's on several occasions. You know, always good at that buttercake, You never can go wrong with it.
0: And Tillman Fertitta, a fellow competitor uh, of yours, because you're an owner of the Phoenix Suns, he owns the Houston Rockets. What about this NBA season getting ready to start? You guys lost a game to a team. (laughs) Who who did you guys lose to last night? It's the first time since 2015 that an NBA team has lost to a non-NBA team.
1: Yeah, you know starters, you know, don't play very much in the preseason, if at all. Um, you know, they they're energized to be able to come out and play against, you know, you know, a team that is uh, you know, received the number one seed in the Western Conference last year. You know, they're always taking shots, but you know, we are just getting ready for the regular season and we'll see how it goes. Um I, I would like to take a wager that our Phoenix Suns would do better than the Houston Rockets, you know, if Mr. Tillman is uh is listening to this show.
0: <laughs> well well it was a team I believe from Adelaide, Australia, is yes, that correct?
1: Yeah, yes, yes.
0: Do better. Come on, Fitz. They got to do better. <laughs>
1: yeah, we didn't We didn't play well, but that's not going to be indicative of the season that we're going to have. So I'll, I'll leave it at that.
0: So much more on Let's Go. We'll bring it back to football. Our show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Shop K's Black Friday early access sale, October 7th through the 10th. Save big with deep discounts on the season's most gift-worthy styles. Exclusions apply. Visit K.com for details. You love that jingle, don't you, Fitz?
1: <laughs> I do. I like it when it's in my pocket best, though, Jim.
0: What's, what do you like in your pocket?
1: <laughs> that jingle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I thought it was that hey, kiss.
1: No. <laughs> hey, Jim. Jim.
0: We got go to go to break. What do you want?
1: <laughs> Jim, do we have a quarterback controversy in Dallas? Do We, we do, and we're going to C- talk C- about Cooper, it. Stay C- with C- us.
0: Right here on Let's Go on XM. Hey, this is Hope Solo, World Cup champion, gold medalist, and host of Hope Solo Speaks, a Sirius XM podcast. This week, I talked to England star forward Alessio Russo ahead of their big match against the U.S. women's national team on October 7th. Club, country, wherever now, the standard of women's football is so high these days. Download new episodes of Hope Solo Speaks right now on the SXM app or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop every Thursday. And hear the U.S.-England match October 7th at 3 Eastern on Sirius XM 83. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with the great Larry Fitzgerald. USAA was started in 1922 by a group of soldiers who made a promise to always take care of their own. And after 100 years, USAA is still serving the military and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash US-A-A. 100. Quarterback controversy, Fitz. You're talking about it. What do we got going on here in Dallas? Cooper Rush 4 O as a starter with the Cowboys. He's won three straight games since Dak Prescott went out with that thumb. Dak's coming back now. He's starting to throw the ball again. Maybe Jerry Jones was right. They are going to keep Rush in there? What do you
1: think? I don't know. We saw a scene very similar to this a few years ago when Tony Romo went down an in injury and Dak Prescott came in. But I think this is a little bit different. Uh, Dak just recently signed that huge deal to, to make him a Cowboy for a very long time. Even though Coopers look unbelievably comfortable and poised in his time on the field, they've really responded. That defense is playing lights out. Um, they're a different team and uh, I, I really like the way they're going but Dak is the future of that team. They play really two tough games coming up here against the Rams and the Eagles and then they play against the Detroit Lions in the Chicago Bears before they head into the bye, so that really means Dak has about five weeks, in my opinion. You don't have to rush him back; you can give him some time. Based on what we saw with Russell Wilson and his effectiveness in the first few weeks after his thumb injury, you need to let him be able to be really comfortable when he gets back in there. And I, I think this is wonderful for the Cowboys to have both of those options. But what happens if Rush keeps winning, Mike McCarthy? He's old school. You don't lose your job based on injury. And Bill, Dak hadn't done, Bill
0: Belichick, with all due respect, was about as old school as you can come. And he said, "Okay, Mr. Bledsoe, thank you very much. I recognize you were hurt, but uh,
1: Mr. Brady's now in charge." Yeah, this is true. It, we have seen it happen on occasion, but I don't think it's going to happen here. You know, Dak is—he's the leader of that team. Um, you know, he—he he is the franchise guy, and he will resume his position when he's healthy enough to be able to do it, regardless of what Cooper does in the next three, four weeks here. However long it is before that gets on the field.
0: Larry, we got a brand new sponsor, our friends from American Express.
1: Awesome. Have you got your black card yet,
0: Joe? <laughs> I'm expecting you to sign off on my credit so I can get one. <laughs> I'm really good at spending your money.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. Don't remind me.
0: You know, but there's something about it. The sound of the buzzer, the blow of the whistle, the coach yelling just loud enough for you to hear them from your seats. It's thrilling. It's thrilling. And you can't wait to do it all again next week. Well, when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when American Express don't live life without it. I've been a member since
1: 1983 <laughs> the year. I was born. You know, you're dating yourself now <laughs> <laughs> and you've
0: been spending money since then. So you probably got one in your first
1: year. Uh no, 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 I did not. No, I did not. Jim, I would love to discuss something that uh, was was baffling to me yesterday. The decision that Coach Harbaugh made to go for it on fourth down in a game that he could have easily taken the lead by kicking a field goal, with maybe arguably the greatest kicker in in, in the history of the National Football League for a guaranteed three. You're in a situation, uh, you're planning against a really, really good football team. The weather is inclement. It's rainy. The ball's hard to be able to, to catch and, and hold. You have to take the points there, Jim. You, you, you have to. I don't care what the analytics say. I don't care what um, anybody in, in some booth crunching numbers says. You have to take the field goal. You have to put points because the only way you can lose this game is by giving up a touchdown. And you have one of the best defenses in the game. Like you can't put your team in that position, Jim.
0: I agree with you wholeheartedly. And and Coach Harbaugh had an explanation uh, after the game, and he went to analytics. These analytics just drive me crazy. Analytics only take into account the statistical data of what would happen over the course of how many times is being considered. But what about the people who are on the field? To me, what it kind of says is I don't trust my defense. I just don't trust them. I think we need a touchdown here to perhaps procure overtime or, or to win the game. But there's no reason not to kick the field goal there, particularly at home. Now, they've collapsed, Larry, in their mm-hmm. last several games at home, including their most two recent ones against Miami, and then a 17-point lead yesterday. So something's off here. And, and and that's that's a decision that a lot of people will question, as you have, with good reason.
1: Well, Jim, I think it really goes back to how the Ravens have changed offensively from last year to this year. I mean, there are only a few games removed from having a 43 43- game streak of rushing over 100 times, Jim. In those 43 games, they were 80% uh, in terms of winning those games. That's being able to possess the football, dominate the line of scrimmage. And when you can run the football at that clip consistently, you close out football games because you break defense's will. They're getting big leads, and they're not able to run the football like they have uh, consistently over the last few years. Lamar Jackson has shown the ability to be able to throw it. But what's made them great, and I'm not talking about – Anything besides winning football games, especially late in seasons, being on the rush to football, something that's very important. They have to be able to get back to that identity, Jim.
0: I agree with that. Remember when Coach Harbaugh was going out of his way to make sure that that record stayed intact in and yeah. aggravating so many other coaches and players in the National Football League.
1: Coach Vic, that handshake at the end of that game, that Broncos game was that was made for TV. There, I know you remember that.
0: Absolutely, and and, and Coach Fangio was right. I mean, what are you doing? These guys are not supposed to be trying to embarrass others by running up meaningless records. And if ever there was a meaningless record, that was one of them.
1: I would not disagree with you.
0: Really? You think that's a meaningful record?
1: Absolutely, Jim. I to took who? all records to, to, the, to, the play, to the players, to the team. Come on. There's
0: not Let's, a fan listen. in America that even like, knew I, it until it happened.
1: That's not true. Everybody knew what was going on. They were talking nah, about it on, 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 on TV. Tra- oh, that was like seven fifteen
0: with Hank Aaron. Okay, no,
1: really. Play- players know where they are, especially on individual records. And a lot of these records are tied to statistical bonuses um, that players have too. So but you have to you have to think about all of these things, Jim. And you bring it back to
0: money. You it, bring it Jim, back to money. Money is what is. makes
1: it. Money is what makes it all go around in sports, Jim.
0: Okay, I agree with that, but. You can't tell me that was like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar setting the record as the greatest scorer in the history of the NBA and Hank Aaron uh, breaking Babe Ruth's record and Jim Brown's record being broken by O.J. Simpson that had it broken by Eric Dickerson at 2105 that still stands. You're telling me that people in the stands, oh, we better get to 44 today on this rushing record. They didn't even know it. There wasn't a fan outside of Baltimore, and there probably wasn't many of those fans that even knew it.
1: I don't agree with it. Records are important. That's why people talk about them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, 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 we've gotten a little off the path here, as, as we tend to do, because you always defend these folks. I'm going to defend Coach Vick.
1: Well, Jim, talking about the Ravens, I mean, it happened twice last year. Uh, Coach Harbaugh deciding to go for two as opposed to kicking the extra point. It cost him two games, uh, one against the Green Bay Packers, another against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So... He's starting to make habits of making these type of calls, leaning on analytics, and it hasn't been working out in his favor thus far. And 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 moving forward, you know, we, we got to talk about the quarterback situation. We have one in, in Pittsburgh um, with Kenny Pickett. You know, he came in late to replace uh, Mitch Trubisky last night, and it didn't work out well for him. And we saw yesterday with Brian Hoare going down to a concussion, Bailey Zappi coming in and play very well against the Green Bay Packers. And last, the Giants losing Daniel Jones to to injury. They have one quarterback, you know, on their roster right now. They're looking for somebody, and that person needs to have a passport to be able to travel over to London against uh, playing against the Green Bay Packers next week. So you have a lot going on. uh, A lot of young players having some opportunities to come in and and uh, and cut their teeth in the National Football League.
0: And it's interesting what happened with the Giants because they had to keep Daniel Jones out on the field way out as a wide receiver because he was the only one that that was available that had the helmet that they could transmit the plays to so they're they're running the wildcat and saquon barkley ran wild but this is not a good circumstance and and you you make fun of somebody having a passport you got to travel over to london go play a game who's actually going to take the snaps
1: um, that's a great question. I know the the phone is ringing today, uh, early and often, trying to find somebody who can come in and, and, and make uh make it work on short order. But it's no it's no easy task, Jim. It's uh it's it's a tough dilemma that the Giants are in, and you know you feel terrible for Daniel Jones the way he started off the season three and one playing really really good football uh, again to go down with the injury. It's uh you know it's very unfortunate. You hate to see, hate to see that happen to a young man that's kind of you know he's catching his stride.
0: Do the players like the London games?
1: I think they're fun. They're a great experience. You know, it's for somebody who has never been over there and, and, you know, you get to go practice and play in these great stadiums and they're, they're full and, you know, you never know who people are pulling for. They make these weird, interesting noises throughout the game. That, um, but it's, it's a lot of fun to be able to go and, and bring your game to a place that, you know, they're, they're not as familiar as they are with it at home. And, and plus you're going into the bye week so you get some time, uh, to, to, to rest your body. But it's a great, it's a great experience. I love to see the NFL expanding internationally.
0: All right, Fitz, as always, uh, we're going to say to you, cheerio, have a great week, and we will talk to you
1: next Monday night. I look forward to it, Jim. Have a wonderful week yourself.
0: All right, that's Larry Fitzgerald. He's our expert, as well as Tom Brady, and it helps to work with an expert. And whether you're buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. You can find one at findamortgagebroker.com. It's powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 3038. It's licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Let's go. Presented by Hertz has been produced by Dave the Snake Hagen. Excellent job. Production assistance by Harris Fabishoff. Want to thank our sponsors, USAA, American Express, K Jewelers, United Wholesale Mortgage, Bank of America, Mastro's, and Hertz. Let's Go with Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Jim Gray. For Larry Fitzgerald, we will talk to you again next week right here on Sirius XM. Let's go! Sex xm podcasts